Hey, what's up, everybody? CL King. Coming back to you from the from the Impact Your Life 24-7 Studios. This is my happy place. Should be your happy place too. Let me switch this here real quick so everybody will be able to so everybody will be able to view regardless of whether you're a friend of mine or not. We just simply do that by editing the privacy and turning everything to public. I don't know why Zoom defaults. But in any case, we still have the skill set to make it happen, ladies and gentlemen. And so what's going on? We are back at Impacting Life 24-7. And I want to tell you that I am still sitting high atop the roof E. Plowden Legacy Chair. And I still am the sheriff of Impactville. And things are still about Impactology. Why don't you just listen over there real quick and let me know that you can hear the music and the words because I can't do that in a live environment. So I am thankful for all of you that know that I've been so busy. We've been so on the go that I haven't had time to sit down in the studio and interview nobody, let alone interview myself. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that we still have not been making an impact. So we had to kind of make some rearrangements in our location. So I was just checking with the staff to make sure everything was sounding good. I know everything looks good. (laughs) So we just gonna chat with you for a few minutes, get everybody caught up on what's going on in Impactville. And if you want Chime in on something that I talk about. Just put it in the chat and we'll talk about it. Okay? But I won't be long tonight because I'm exhausted. I went to the gym and the GYM. I went to the gym and tried to get myself out of this little doldrum funk that I've been in. Uh, You know, everybody thinks because you're a motivator and you... That's what you do as a profession. You motivate people that you don't ever get unmotivated. Man, I've been eating everything that is not nailed down. (laughs) And I said, man, I'm not going to have made all this progress only to go back to being Professor Clump. So we said, you know what? It, it, It is really just about that one decision that you make that starts the process again. So I tell my daughter this oftentimes because she teases, we joke around joke around about the gym. And I say, you know, there's all there's gonna be a Monday again. Unless the Lord comes back, there's always another Monday. So you just start over again. But I we, you know, we have been traveling, we have been doing impact rallies, we've been doing book signings, and it's just been a literal whirlwind to try to stay afloat. And so we had to relocate our studios for a season because my beautiful 
22-year-old daughter moved back in, so I wanted to make sure that she had a spacious place for herself to 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 reside. And so I said, we'll go to the smaller area and we can still produce a high quality show, regardless of where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, we could be in the bunker. We could be in Area 51. We could still do it. <laughs> with that one decision that's right what's up kt out there dr kt man i tell you what if K if i was as busy as kt there would be 17 of me but kt thank you so much for all of your contributions in the houston area if they pay me good over the next several gigs i'm gonna be in your area and uh man we're just gonna have to sit down and have a just uh, a steak dinner and do it live so everybody could just see the two powerhouses together. But Dr. Uh, uh, KTEV just was awarded an honorary doctorate for all of his outstanding work in the community. Everybody who is anybody who knows me knows the 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 affinity that we have for the Texas area that I feel that's God's country. And we try to go every year. And so, Dr. KT, we're going to get with you, brother. We're going to get out there amongst the steers, <laughs> the longhorns, and be there. But, you know, the, the reality is even KT can uh, attest to this, is that, man, you are constantly pouring. I mean, if I'm not in this studio, I'm on the road. If I'm not on the road, then I'm doing a book signing. If I'm not doing a book signing, I'm doing a, a workshop. And and all of those things, they pull on you, man. They They do. Now some people say, "Well, you're gonna wear yourself out." Well, listen, I was giving I was giving it my all back back when I was doing dirt. So, if I'm gonna die from this, then that's just my lot in life. I'm not, I'm I, this this calling is it's different. You know, I think about the I think about the likes of LeBron James. You know, the leading scorer, NBA leading scorer, and all time leading scorer. Think about the Kobe Bryant's of the world, the Michael Jordans, the Mike Tyson's. These people at the top of their game, they devoted a a metric ton of effort to their craft. You understand, ladies and gentlemen. They they did not they did not just soft shoe it. And sometimes people, it's like dieting and and eating right and exercising. For me, if I'm gonna go in the gym, I'm not going in the gym and walking 1.2 miles an hour on the treadmill with a with a oh, somebody in the studio looking at me. I I'm not I can't do that. My mentality is not. I don't feel like I did anything. If I'm gonna go in there, I'm a I'm gonna go all in. And, and and for some people that is they're all in and that's okay don't you don't have to you don't have to live your life by by what i do but what i'm saying is those those individuals and we we always that's the barometer you know the kobe bryant's well we could say the kt's of the world or we could say the willie may hawkins of the world or the cl kings we could we, you know when you get into this arena it is it's demanding because people become accustomed to you giving, you pouring, you pushing, you inspiring. And so it, it takes a different type of mindset to be in that, you know, some people tell me, I'm doing a speaker's uh, workshop in, a, in another Saturday, so it'll be uh, June 10th, I believe that is, at 11 o'clock, absolutely free. And the, the title of my workshop is, Can You Get Paid to Speak? See, it's one thing if you want to do it as a hobby. It will pay you as a hobby. 
But if you want to do it as a lifestyle, then you it's a totally different mentality, approach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, I said all that to say that we have been going at such a, a trailblazing speed that I just, I ain't been eating right, been skipping the gym, been easy, just easing in the bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we just circle back and uh, thank God for that opportunity. His mercies are new every morning. We can make space anywhere somehow. That's exactly right, Dr. Willie May Hawkins. We got to get you back on the show, too. Y'all need to create some shows so I can get on y'all show. Lord have mercy. Anyway, there's a lot that's taken place since I did an actual broadcast. To be honest with you, what's up, Jay? How are you? You want to say hello to everybody? I mean, this this brother right here is getting ready to graduate in just a few short days. I couldn't be prouder. You know that? Thank you, Pop. Yeah. Did you know, did you see my reel, my latest reel? Uh, which one? They don't look at nothing I do, y'all. <laughs> they don't They don't. They don't look at nothing I do. But you made the cut in my reel. You're in the reel. Yeah, bro. I'm going to go famous. Go fa- you would go viral, baby. That's it, bud. Love you, man. So, anyway, he graduates in a few short days. And uh, you can close that door, bro. Um, And... I just said, um, remember I, uh, in one of my teachings, I said, um, is not a word for professional speakers, but when you're relaxed, I guess you can, you can acquiesce a bit. I got to go to his school. This is my second, um, I've actually given the commencement at all of my kids' graduation, my last four. So it's been an honor. I did it at Chris's in 2021. Christina Lee's before that and Mariah's before that. So the last four of the stair step kids, I was the commencement speaker. So a couple weeks ago, I was at Jeremiah's school speaking to all of the seniors for senior day. And what a privilege. There's nothing like being, you know, all the kids are like, who's this? Who's the keynote speaker? Who's the guest speaker? And then Jeremiah sitting in the cut like, my dad, what's up? <laughs> so what What an honor, and we're so excited for what God has in store for him. And this is our last child. We have been parenting literally for 20, no, 29 years and 11 months. My, 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 the oldest will be 30 in July. So... We have been parenting our entire life, it seems like. And we're starting over because now with the grandchildren, you just get to parent in a different way. You get to spoil them and give them everything they want. And Jeremiah is the seventh child, seven kids. And seven, we always attribute to the number of completion, perfection, and this young man has blazed his own trail, done it his own way. He's the, of all the kids, he's the only hunter and fisher. I mean, he likes country music. Fisherman, fisherman. He took me out in the woods with him, helped him set up his deer stand. I mean, he's just different. And, and I love that about him. He, does, he doesn't have a throngs of people following him, and he don't care if nobody is. He's just his own person. And we've got to be able to, if, if I was going to piggyback off of that, just to teach for a moment, we've got to teach our kids, our young adults, because that's what we're raising. We're not raising kids, as Celia Kibler says, we're raising adults. We've got to teach them to be comfortable without a whole bunch of fanfare around them. See, w- what we're seeing in society, and, and I know someone, some will jump off here, 
but social media has created this this artificial sense of approval accomplishment because you go and look and you see views you see claps and hands and thumbs up and all that and and that's 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 the space that we're in i imagine 25 30 years from now they'll look back on all of us thinking we're doing something on reels and facebook and all that and they'll say boy those those people were archaic right but 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 the but the constant need for gratification and 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 self-absorbedness it is is making it so that data is saying that young women are young ladies growing up are feeling sad 40 50 60% of the time when surveyed and i'm like wait a minute we've got more gadgets and gizmos at our disposal and, and we're supposed to be so much more social and everybody knows our business. Man, if there's a fight on the corner, people out, they won't go break it up. They're going to go film it, right? So we we're, we got a swath of, of, of community and, and, and uh, what do they call them? Villages and all this other kind of stuff. And yet people still depressed. And so what we got to teach our kids is, man, resiliency. It's like, hey, man, if nobody claps when I go to the jail every month, you know what I tell them when they when I get tight with them because I'm, I'm tough at the jail. It's motivating, but it, it, it couldn't be in the public sector. Let's just put it that way <laughs> because it's a unique environment. They want truth. They don't want sugar. They don't want fluff. They don't want any of that. They, they, they're in jail, and they need somebody to have compassion but also motivate them to get up off of their – carcass and get out that jail and stay out they don't want fluff and and they don't need self-approval they need to know hey man these are the things you need to do to correct your 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 situation well we got to teach our kids to understand that man if nobody's clapping for you clap for yourself and that's what i tell them in the jail what i don't need i don't when i go speak now i'm a keynote speaker a professional speaker i've given 450 500 speeches Many of them I've been paid for. And I tell people now, the organizers of events, don't even introduce me. I don't need no long flowing ruffles and flourishes playing. I don't need I don't need a scroll rolled down to to impress these people with my luminary accomplishments. No, I, because people really don't care about that. They care if you're going to make an impact on them. I don't care if if I've I've spoken abroad and I'm, I'm an author and man, they don't care nothing about that. When I went and spoke at the elementary school last week, which was an amazing time, we just had that's my first elementary school in in several several. It's been a while since I've done elementary school because I'm getting older, and uh, I just. <laughs> I've been gravitating toward kind of older crowds, but I, I got invited there. That's my first love. I cut my teeth on inner city kids. So it was just easy to fall back into it. And everybody was in the gym and they were looking like, okay, so do what is, what's your, where's your script? Where's your intro? I had a little kid come up who I, cause I had visited at school before and this young man introduced me and all he said was CL King. That's all they needed. And that, and that's all I needed. I don't need to, I don't need to sit for 25 minutes to listen to somebody's accreditation. Uh, uh, brother, just get a mic, get the mic and get the town. That might be something I talk about in my, in my speakers class, but that might be how to speak. You know, the, the reality is, is that 
these young people are going into a world that is remarkably different than when I walked across the stage. It's remarkably different. It's a world totally different. I mean, we still, we still buy and sell and trade and marrying and giving in marriage and all that. But man, some of the, some of the other things that young people are facing and positive and negative are light years different than when we were walking across the stage. This is different times. And so I have to keep myself abreast because I get called a lot to high schools and middle schools. And so I got to make sure that I'm up on, you know, the little kids at, at the elementary school, they asked me, did I know, Charity, do you know that, that dance that, that the kids do where they hold their hands and they kind of, what's it called? Yeah, the gritty. They asked me, did I know how to do the gritty? And I was like, the whaty? <laughs> so I said, show me how to do it, bro. Then they got down to little bitty kids. And so that's that's what's been going on. So we we finished that. We were we will be back. Yes, still in construction mode. We will be back at the market at Cedar Point this coming weekend. We're going to start over the next several weeks signing up kids for our Teens and Parents Summit that Impacting Life 24-7 LLC is going to host for a back-to-school event. So we're going to begin signing kids up and parents. I'm trying everything I can to get uh, the parenting guru here to help us teach that and, and do that workshop. Just a couple-hour day, free food, hangout, and then get some uh, get some clear understanding for young people and the, their parents. I think having a summit together is important. Oftentimes we we go and the kids go here and the parents go there, and then you come back and you don't know what was said to each. I think if they can all hear the same thing, they might be able to leave and actually enact some of the things that they heard. Mm, imagine that. So we're gonna be doing that this Saturday at the market, the Cedar Point Market. Also, I'll be doing photos and signing my book. The book is going well. I am so glad that I self-published. All of you that have published and used publishers, I don't knock you. I don't I don't belittle you. I don't think that I'm better than you. I've taken one for the team. No, but I'm just saying for me, I have always had to go the arduous way. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and I've never sought to be viral anyway. I've just sought to be a person of value. So this way kind of suits my personality. Publishing it yourself, getting it copywritten, going through the edits. I didn't edit it myself, but, you know, actually after post-editing, all of that kind of stuff, the graphics design. Now I, I print it. I don't print it at the house. I pay a printer. But then when they ship them to me, I sign them, pray over them, and ship them out myself. It's all one operation, and I absolutely love it. It's a it's a pain in the neck. I mean, it's work, but I, but I but this is what I wanted to feel with this book. And so people from coast to coast, north, south, Canada, Brazil, have gotten this book in their hands. And I've really cared less about knowing if I was a New York Times bestseller. I know some folks that that's what they're what they're shooting for. I'm not shooting for that. I'm not shooting for looking to be a New York Times bestseller or a Impactville bestseller. I am just looking to get this book into the hands of as many people as possible. And what we're encouraging them to do is read it and pass it on. 
I made the book so simple that you could read it in a day. You can read you can read all the calamity and heartaches and pains and then the triumph and victory and overcoming and then you pass it on and say, hey, man, I want to put this in you. And people are doing that. When they come out to the to the market, they say, man, my son is going through this. My daughter is going through that. I said, and give it to them and then tell them to pass it on. So, you know, I'm not, it ain't all about the sales. It's about the lives. It's about the impact. So thank God for the book. I'm just going to continue. We're just going to continue to go on tour and get out on the road. And I believe that as long as you live, you'll be dealing with adversity. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so the book, the title, the subtitle, no matter the adversity, you still can make it. That is so true. It is, it is, if you live long enough, you're going to go through some adversity. Now, I'm going to do a special, and I'm just going to give you a little teaser for it. I'm going to gather some OGs together, right? And maybe we should do a ladies one. I don't know what, what would ladies be called. But when I was growing up, we, we considered them the fellas that had salt in their hair and in their beard that was driving the, the, the Lincoln Continental. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We consider them the OGs. I'm not talking about gangsters, but they were the OGs. They, they had been around the block. They had wisdom. You know, your, your uncles, your seasoned uncles, or, you know, the neighbors that, that would be up on the porch talking on Friday night. That if you ran in the grass, they tell you to get out their grass and dare you to say something smart. We have seen, and, and, and this is what the conversation is going to be about, but it'll probably, uh, it'll probably mushroom into something much bigger. We have seen with, this, with the NBA basketball player, John Morant, his second encounter, this is, all happened since I've been gone, his, his second encounter with a firearm. And, I mean, I'm a gun owner. I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe you should have one if you need one, if you want one. But, the NBA has got some protocols associated with firearms and he stepped outside of those protocols. And so the first time he did it, you know, he got an eight game suspension and I'm just like, okay, this, this guy's only 20, 22, 23 years old. I mean, I got kids older than him. So what's going on. And then for it to happen again, now the, now the Grizzlies are saying, Hey, look, we're removing him in uh, from all team activities. And, and I, and I, and I said, I was talking to my good friend, Derek, who we will be partnering up together with some other OGs. Bring them on and just say, hey, listen, is it possible to speak into the lives of young adults anymore? And give them and impart to them wisdom, maybe even some tough love? You know, I, I'm just curious because... You, you see, if a young person was going wayward in the neighborhood back in the days, the uncles, the, the, the Uncle Earls <laughs> of the world, they, they, would, they would step in and say, hey, man, you need, you, need to, you need to come on over here and let me talk to you for a minute. And, and, I'm, and I'm sensing that generationally we are, we are not the, the older, the kids that are getting into adulthood, like the John Morant age, 22, 25, whatever, I, I'm, I'm sensing, I'm hoping that I'm wrong. We, we may have to do a poll, but I'm sensing that you, 
those days of the OGs being able to say, yo, man, that's wrong. No, you need to stop that. No, you're going down the wrong direction. Let, here, come here. Let me give you some, let me give you some instruction. Let me give you some wisdom. Because it can't all be cerebral. It's got to be from, sometimes it's got to come from somebody who been there. I just got out the joint after 15 years. You need to stay. You know what I'm saying? It's got to come from somebody who has some wisdom. And if this young fella in the NBA is continuing to roll through the hood flashing guns and in nightclubs flashing guns, then where's the OGs at? Where are the older men in his life to say, hey, man, you need to pump the brakes? Part of my thought process on it all is, here we go again with social media. Social media has made it that folks don't need your input. Y'all know that? Social media has made it so you don't need a wise word. You can just go Google it. Chat GBT is making it so you ain't even got to Google it. You can just plug in the parameters. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But there's nothing that can replace that that mother, that grandmother. Y'all know what I'm saying. You see him in your mind's eye. That uncle to say, young man, let me let me talk to you for a minute. Let me tell you, the direction you're going is I, I went that direction. Let me tell you, let me explain to you what happened. You know, all the people, thank you, Miss Cassidy. I appreciate those those kind words. All the people that I speak to in the county jail. They all have the same refrain. They, they don't want to be there. And if they could have advised themselves outside of the gate, they would probably say, you don't want to go in there. You're going to lose your wife, your family, your kids. You're, you're going to lose it all being behind bars. But prevention is what I'm looking at. When we see these behaviors going on that could be destructive, are we in a position anymore in society? I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. I, I just, in my travels, I travel a lot. I'm in, I am in so many different environments. It's like one minute I'm in an elementary school, a jail, a high school, a community center, a barber shop. You know what I mean? So I'm in so, in so many different environments that I, I get a I get a pulse for society because it's just I'm all over the place, right? And the, the sense that I'm getting is that there's a rising up a generation that almost doesn't need the words of wisdom. That's right. Dr. Willie uh, uh, May Hawkins, the elders and the, those that have been down this road provide wisdom that Google will never be able to provide. Now, listen, I use technology. So just, just a disclaimer out there before anyone goes back and says King is going back to the Stone Ages. He wants to bring back the, 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 the tablet and chisel. Listen, guys, that's not what I'm saying. Everything has its place. But we got to make sure that we don't replace 
the things that are essential. Some of that stuff is important, but is it all essential? Can can I go up to a young man and correct him without him flying off the handle and, and wanting to wanting to knuckle up? I mean, I've seen I've seen that in schools. On everything's posted everywhere, y'all. So you could just just blink and you can see whatever you want to see. Kids fighting their teachers in the classroom. That was unheard of. 30, 40 years ago, unheard of, let alone, I mean, like, let alone raising your voice out of disrespect. There was just a decorum in society. Now, you say, well, what, what, what are you trying to get to? All I'm trying to say is when we have this talk with the OGs, I'm gonna, we're going to pose the question, man. Young people, do you still, can you open yourself up to get wisdom that you can't get from these devices? That's just a thought, man. All right, so that will be coming up soon. I can't wait to do that one, and we might do one with the with the um, with the ladies too, because I I I agree I agree it should you know what I mean like there was a time now we're in the the season where you can't judge nothing so you can't have an opinion about anything don't judge anybody don't say anything about nothing at all <laughs> but there was a time when mothers would see maybe young ladies. Uh, revealing quite a bit too much and they would just go and gently put a shawl on them or go and gently pull, pull the skirt down a tad. I would ask judging. Man, that was wisdom. Girl, you don't need to be, you don't need to be sashaying around like that when you're walking by them boys. And, and, and now it's like I look at John Morant and I'm saying, okay, because he's a multimillionaire, he's the quote unquote new face of the NBA. You know, he's got these big lucrative deals with all these companies. Can't nobody talk to him because his dad looked like he's his homeboy. His dad, his dad looks like they they rolled dogs as opposed to father and son. Because son is, I guess, bankrolling your, your new lifestyle. But when you when you see him going amiss, dad's supposed to stop and say, "Come on, son, let, 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 let's wisdom." All right. So, other than that, I would like to invite all of you to on. Let me see here, June the eleventh at eleven o'clock at United worship center i'll be speaking there in new Bern, north carolina at apostle linster strayhorn's amazing church united worship center and i have known this their 25th anniversary 25 years of anniversary i did some studies i'll have to go back and look at the actual numbers but pastorates are like you might you can cook toast longer than most pastors stay in their in in their churches now and they just they don't no longevity no no it's either they're looking for greener pastures or the the flock burns them completely out that's literally what the data says that churches clo churches are closing by the thousands pastors are quitting resigning etc so being with pastor Linster Strayhorn 
Uh, he's an apostle, and we have been friends since 1998. So I'm just tickled to death to be uh, bringing the message on the 11th at 11 o'clock, United Worship Center, right there in the city of New Bern. I'm trying to find the flyer. You would think I'd have all this stuff at my fingertips, but I am not in my usual place. So all the stuff I typically have is out of place. So United Worship Center, 907 Main Street in New Bern. So it, the, the actual whole anniversary starts on June the 8th. I believe that's a Thursday with Pastor Noble from Kingdom First Church. And then the next uh, event will be June the 10th, Elder Mady Tatum. That will be, I believe, Saturday at 1 o'clock. And then yours truly, C.L. King, for the Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. And then Pastor Kenny Hill from New Hope Church of God in Christ in Maysville. He'll be doing the 4 o'clock service. So I'm going to be joining with them on June 8th for, to kick this off. And Pastor Strayhorn has been such a friend of mine I'm talking about when we started our nonprofit, Pastor Strayhorn organized things for for our, our nonprofit when we were trying to do our bullying summit where he raised $500 to give us. Then he gave us a humanitarian award of, of a thousand bucks and he, and he found ways to just continue to bless what we what he saw was my vision to try to reach people. I've been at this a long time, y'all. And for a man of God to, to stay in, he could be pastoring a church of three or 4,000 people in a big city, but for a man of God to say, this is where God called me. And I believe that God has a, a call for me in this city and that there can be a mighty move of God in my town. And I'm going to stay here to see it through. There's a lot to be said about that. So the 25th pastoral anniversary, apostle Linster L. Strayhorn and lady Kim will be with them again on June the 11th and uh, so looking forward to being with my friend Apostle Strayhorn and then I believe on the 10th yeah that'll be Saturday we have our can you get paid to speak free workshop okay so I'm going to do an hour and a half to two hours of for speakers I'm not going to teach you how to speak I can't teach you how to be like me. I can't teach you how to be like E.T. or Zig Ziglar or Tony Robbins or any of that kind of stuff. I have, that is a totally different class. I have a philosophy about speaking, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not getting into that. There are people who are trying to break into this business, and I want to help them understand that you can do it. You know, the speaking industry, do you know how much the speaking industry generated? Um, 1.4 billion dollars and it's supposed to go up by four percent so th there's a market there and so i wanted to because a lot of people get frustrated because they're like well i really have this passion i really want to do this is what i want to do in my life and then you know they they get gigs but or events and they're just like everything's free and and they're starving to death and so i'm going to help them and if you'd like to be a part of it all you got to do is you can message me. I'll send you the link, but it'll, it'll be, uh, it's a zoom. 
It'll be private. I won't be publicizing it on Facebook or social media. And I'll post another link after this, after this show to where the Zoom is. Love for you to sign up. It's absolutely free. And the one thing that I have been emphasizing about this, about this training is that there will not be any type of, of backroom shenanigans. Okay, there won't be any type of, hey, look, I want to try to, okay, after you come to the free class, then at, at the end, I'm going to try to pitch my book to you, or at the end, I'm going to pitch my coaching thing to you, or I'm going to say, oh, what to go to the, to, but wait, there's more to go to the next level. You, nah, man, I'm giving it 100% free with no strings attached. I don't want people's emails. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to follow up with you. None of that. Because I get frustrated going to workshops like that, and that's all it's about. It's it's always about what's the next thing I can do. The funnel, you know what I mean. That the whole that whole monetizing funnel thing has just got me wore out. If I say I'm gonna give you a free class, I'm gonna give you a free class, and that's gonna be it. I pray that it blesses you and that you can use it to actually go start and implement some of the things that we talk about. What I, what I'm gonna tell them is is that I don't have all the answers for your speaking business okay understand that it, it it has to be a business and you have to treat it as such otherwise it will treat you as how you treat it i don't just i i i it, it, I, I don't say that flippantly i'm saying that if you really want to develop a speaking business, there are some strategies that you need to have in place but we're going to look up under the hood of your car and see what you got up under there Cause if you ain't got no, if you got a hamster rolling around in there, then we got to, we got to kind of go back to ground level one. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you can't say, well, King, tell us all the steps that you did and then we'll just go reproduce those steps. And then we'll be, we'll be, a, you know, we'll be able to ask for $10,000 a speech. It won't work. It doesn't work like that. No. Number one, I got to figure out what you're doing and what do you want to do? Do you even have a contract? Do you charge anything? Do people know that you charge or are you just out here trying to get, your face in front of people. There's so many things that you got to kind of bring this in and let's see what you're working with. And that's what we're going to do. Okay. And then hopefully I can push you back out the nest and you go do your thing. Fair enough. All right. So with that, that will get us uh, midway through the month of June. And then we will be back on the road again. So I'm very, very excited. Very, very blessed. I'm so thankful for all of your support. I'm thankful for all of our sponsors. Let me just tell you about our sponsors. Paula Cousson, she has been a sponsor almost from day one. Donald Lamb, been a sponsor from day one. Michelle Perry, been a sponsor almost as, uh, since we met. Greg Smith, as you know, he's a sponsor triple times over. He we both pour into the into the business and company, but he's he's believed in this since day one. Mike Black, he's off social media, but he is still a sponsor, a great sponsor. In fact, his dad became a sponsor. Mike Black's dad became a sponsor as well as Mike Black. Of course, you guys know Dr. Nate Dunlap, the head of PRF Institute. He is a sponsor, been a sponsor almost from day one. He bought four of my books just because he wanted to put them on the shelf. The man just shows mad love. Thoroughly appreciate him. Dr. Skip Mondragon, I think from the second time I interviewed him, he's been a platinum sponsor. Uh, so from over two years, these, these people continue to financially support what we do. 
Javi and Jessica Madrigal, I used to call them a griddle. They are the founders of um, the Salted Orange Studios and many other works that they have, but they have been a, a part of a sponsorship, platinum sponsorship, almost from, from us meeting them. Of course, Belinda Tyson Linder, my spiritual mother, responsible for me getting in the apostolic faith. She has been a sponsor uh, ever since she knew how, how to figure out how to become a sponsor. And then Bettina Carey, uh, she has been a platinum sponsor almost from the time we met. And Katrina McCain, poor Katrina McCain, she has been a sponsor for almost the whole time too that I've met her. So these, these people, and here's why sponsorship is important. Because we go to places like, you know, the county jails, their budget is so constrained, they couldn't possibly pay us to be there. But now that we're embedded there, there's no possible way that we could stop going. So we just recently made a purchase of some new equipment to go because the, the facilities are big and we want to be able to have some mobile sound. So I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs. And our sponsors help with those types of things. They, they help when a school doesn't have the funding to, go, to, uh, to have me there, but we still want to go and bless those kids. And so our sponsors are very, very important. If you would like to become a sponsor, you see all what we're doing and the lives that we're impacting. It's about 45,000 people every other week that we reach. It's almost 80,000 people a month. If you would like to be a part of this, all you got to do is go to clkingspeaker.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click sponsor. Our sponsors don't give $500 a month. There's three levels, a dollar, five, and 15. And it's because of their consistency that we've been able to take those resources, reallocate them to things that we, we would otherwise be paying for, like... Uh, what you see me on now, this is a monthly fee to, to be on Zoom. Uh, to schedule people for our podcast, the scheduler is a monthly fee. To be a part of the podcast collab, which is about 40,000 podcasters, is a monthly fee. Our sound equipment and upgrades is a monthly fee. Our website, our emails, a monthly fee, right? So all of these things to help us operate, our sponsors are helping offset those costs. And we're very, very grateful to every last one of them. Okay, so with that, that that concludes. Oh, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to bring out closeout music. I forgot. <laughs> I haven't done a podcast in so long. I forgot how to do it. So listen, that concludes a episode, a return episode of yours truly, CL King, right here on Impact Life 24/7. And I'm gonna get back with you with some new guests, new guests that you've never seen before, and we'll probably bring back some guests that you have seen. And we got every, we got a live studio audience in here. Everybody wave and say hi. And I'm just so thankful for this piece of what we do. This right here is its own movement in and of itself. The Impact in Life 24-7. The whole Impactville movement. We love it. Thank God for Greg Smith. When you think about somebody who's eating at the table first, it'll always be Greg Smith. When I make my first million in cash that day, he's going to get 40% of it, I think. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, listen, 
that'll probably conclude our broadcast uh, stuff for the week. Check me out on Facebook. I will be at the Cedar Point Market 9 to 2. That's in Cedar Point. I'll be doing photo ops, signing our books, and hugging people, praying for folks, and also beginning the process of signing parents and teens up for our TAPS Summit, Teens and Parents. It's going to return back to back to school. We're going to have moms and dads out there. God bless you. Dr. Willie May, uh, send me an email if you want to get back on or just send me a message. We'll get you back on. We'll talk some more financial strategies and she builds a vineyard. See, I didn't forget. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King.